I was impressed with the singing of that hymn 297 because it's such a fact of life. If you just listen to the words, life is the time to serve the Lord, to do His will, to learn His word. I thought I knew it, but I didn't. But it is, life is the time to serve the Lord, and that's what we do, and that's why we come here, to be strengthened in the one faith, to know what the Word is saying, that we might grasp it and live it according to God's Word, uh, that we might do as Christ did, and say, not my will, but thine be done. I don't want you to be offended at me, brother, because... I'm going to go over this, but I'm going to put it in my own words so nobody uh, can attach it to themselves. We all, you know, when when people act high and mighty and and uh, don't want to shake hands with you, or don't say nothing to you, avoid you, um, I wonder about things like that. I wonder if I've done that in my life, and I hope not. But anyway, we need to remember one thing. The scripture says this, and it's so true. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we, as a community of believers, need to recognize that we are in a position of having sinned before God, that he is the almighty creator, that he is the sustainer of, of all that he has created on this earth. He gives unto us life and breath and all things. And that we should humble ourselves under his mighty hand that he might exalt us in due time. Because the scripture says uh, that in that ye have done it unto the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. And we need to remember that in our lives. Um, I have a hard time with that sometimes and I fall short of my high calling. And uh, I experienced that Friday. I experienced that Friday. Um, if you don't talk a lot, you're a lot better off than I am. If you don't talk a lot, you're a lot better off than I am. I want to read Galatians 6 and 10. As we have therefore opportunity... Let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. I want to read it in the diaglot also. I'm sorry, did I go too fast? You got the place. So then, uh, uh, Galatians 6 and 10. So then, as we have opportunity, we should do good to all, but especially to the members of the family of the faith. First word that I'm going to use is opportunity. And the Greek word is kairos, K-A-I-R-O-S. That's the first word. I mean, uh, that's the first word I'm going to use, opportunity. 
kairos, the Greek word is kairos, and it means a due measure, a fixed time, a definite time, and a definite period. It means a certain season. It means a due season or time. That's what opportunity means. The New Jerusalem Bible uses chance, the word chance, as we have chance to do these things. And chance means an unforeseen event as an accident, possibility, opportunity that would occur without design or expectation. That's what is said about chance. But as we have the opportunity, or if you want to call it chance, but chance kind of betrays my mind. I, I uh, am not sure that I'm comfortable with that word in this scripture, but I brought it out for your interest. As we have, therefore, opportunity, an opportune time, a time to do something. And what is that we're going to do? As we have opportunity, let us do good. Good. That's the next word I want to use. I just picked out certain words that I thought maybe would help us to understand what we're reading a little better. Help me. Good. The Greek word is agathos. A-G-A-T-H-O-S. Agathos. And it means to give a benefit to give a benefit and to do a good thing. To give a benefit and to do a good thing. That's what the word good means. This word describes that which being good in its constitution or char character is beneficial in its effect. It is used in a moral sense and it is used of persons, meaning persons, as being morally honorable or pleasing to God. Therefore, that would make it beneficial. Now, believers in Christ, those who are brethren, are required to prove it. Prove what? The good that we should do. Therefore, we are to cleave to it, to follow and be zealous of it, to imitate it, that it becomes who we are by example. That it becomes who we are by example. I pray to God every day that I will strive to manifest him in my life. And when I fall under the heavy hand of sin in the flesh and don't do that, I feel bad, real bad. And I ask his mercy upon me. That's, you know, we, we live in this body of flesh, but it doesn't mean we have to give in to it. But sometimes we do. That's why we sin. That's why all men have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But thanks be to God that we have an advocate in the heavens, Jesus Christ the righteous, who is the intercessor on our behalf. 
who sits at the right hand of the Father, who hears our prayers, who offers them to, to him, to God, his Father, with groanings which cannot be uttered. Think about it. So the word good describes that which being good in its character or constitution is beneficial in its effect. It is used in a moral sense and a person as being morally honorable or pleasing to God therefore beneficial. Believers in Christ, those who are in Christ, are required to prove it, therefore to cleave to it, to follow and be zealous of it, to imitate it, that it becomes who we are by example. I just wanted to read that over again too. The next word I'm going to use is all. Good to all men. The Greek word is pas, or pass, whatever, P-A-S. I couldn't determine that. P-A-S, and means to do good to all. To do good to all. There are 43 expressions for the word all, which includes all without reservation, all manner, anyone, every man, everyone, all men. And as I studied this word out, I found uh, one place where it said the word seems to carry the idea that within the all, in the case of the natural condition, in the case of the natural creation, man was in, originally entrusted with. It uh, seems to carry the idea that uh, what God has created and given to man, he should care for it, that it's part of the all. Uh, I don't really think that this verse is dealing with that, but I thought I'd bring it out for your uh, hearing. We all know that we drive along the highways and we see people throwing things out or we see stuff scattered all over the place. That's just one thing that we see. We also see the uh, destruction of the forest and cutting down so much wood and not really planting as they should to bring it back to what it was before. The rainforest, we're losing that. The earth is slowly being destroyed by man upon it. That's just all there is to it. And believe me, brethren, if it were not for the return of Christ, we wouldn't have clean water to drink, fresh air to breathe, good food to eat. If it were not for his return, we would be chemically destroyed by what we're doing to the earth. The New Jerusalem Bible states we must do good to all, period. And the uh, dialogue uh, also renders it the same way. But especially to the... No. So then we... So then, as we have opportunity, we should do good to all. Do good to all. I'd like to read Ephesians 2.10. It's just a chapter over in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. You want to go there? For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them, which God before which God hath before prepared 
that we should walk in them. Walk in what? In good works. And this is a good work to do good unto all men, especially to the household of faith. And 1 Thessalonians 5.15 Thessalonians 5.15 See that none render evil for evil unto any man. See, don't render evil unto any man, but ever or always follow that which is good, both among ourselves and to all men. That's what we should be doing that we don't render evil to anybody, to any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among ourselves and to all men, saying principally the same thing. The next word is especially, especially, especially to the household of faith. The Greek word is melista, M-A-L-I-S-T-A, melista, and means most of all, Chiefly, specially, above all, above all, very much, and to do good, especially. We especially should do good by means of the understanding of, these, of this word, especially, that we should be, uh, we should labor to do what God tells us to do, and he says to do good to all, all men, but especially to the household of faith. That's us. And the other believers around us. The next word is unto. Do good unto. The Greek word is pros. P-R-O-S. That's the Greek word. And means, unto means toward and the diglot says, especially to the idea of thee carries to a certain group or certain ones. This Greek word pros means toward. And the diglot says, especially to thee, to a certain people, to a certain group, certain ones. And, of course, as we follow on that certain group, certain ones, is to the household of faith. The next word is them. More properly stated, our. Our brethren in the faith. And uh, the word the, T-H-E, to the members of the family of the faith. So... What is being said, to, when it says to them, it means to our brethren in the faith. And the word the designates who it is. The family, the members, out of the family, out of the faith. The word of, should have used that first. The Greek word for of is ek, ek, just ek, ek and means out of, out of. So it's out of the household, out of the faith, out of the family, out of the faith. And that's what the diagonal says. 
but especially to the members out of the faith, especially to the members out of the family, out of the faith. And the next one is household. Household. This Greek word is okiaios. I guess. I don't know how to say it. It's O-I-K-E-I-O-S. I don't know how you say that. O-I-K-E-I-O-S. I won't say it again because I, I don't say words very good when I don't have a good comprehension of them. I couldn't find an answer to how it should be said. And it means belonging to the house, to the kindred, the household out of the faith, the household that is out of God. And it denotes the company that is out of the redeemed. I'd like to read Ephesians 2 and 19. Ephesians 2 and 19. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and out of the household of God. So that's what we are. We're out of the household of God. We're not strangers, we're not foreigners, but we're fellow citizens out of the household of God. The next word is faith. And uh, the Greek word for faith is pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. And it's derived from pistion, which is belief. And that's P-I-S-T-E-U-O-N. So faith comes from belief. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Belief. And so we get faith from that word. And it expresses the confidence and the conviction of faith. That's what it expresses. The confidence and the conviction of faith. It expresses the confidence and conviction of belief. I said that wrong, I'm sorry. It comes from belief, faith does. So it expresses the confidence and the conviction of the word belief. And it does that because faith is an action word. Faith is an action word. You have to do something to prove your faith, to say that you have it. They who have a firm conviction, such as a personal surrender to God, I thought about something last night and that was that uh, in the garden Gethsemane when Christ was with the apostles he prayed to his father that if it were possible this cup might pass from him that he might not have to do this he knew he was facing a horrible death he knew what Isaiah the prophet had said and what the other prophets had said the psalmist but he said to his father, not my will, but thine be done. Not my will, but thine be done. 
that may be difficult for us to put into and establish in our lives. But that's the way we recognize our surrender to God, to his will, to his way, to his word. I think about two scriptures that come to my mind frequently. As I travel, I say these things. Uh, one is to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and not lean to thine own understanding. Leaning to my own will is my own understanding and I'm not to lean to that. And the other one is acknowledge him in all thy ways. Acknowledge who? God. In all thy ways. And he will direct thy paths. So if we acknowledge him, if we lean on him, if we trust in him, if we surrender our will to his, he will take care of the rest of it. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. It's, uh, if we give in to God and give and do his will instead of our own, uh, we will have a conduct that will be inspired by devotion because we have devoted our life to the truth to him. We allow God <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> we allow God by means of his word dwelling in us to be involved in our work in the truth, which is his vineyard, what we work in, but only as much as we want him there. Like is how we let others into our lives. Uh, thank you. Uh, start to say, brother. Thank you, Johnny. I hope one day you'll be a brother. Probably husband and wife are the two that come closest together. And uh, the example of Christ with God, God was in Christ manifesting himself into the world. So Christ had not allowed God's word to dwell in him to bring forth that fruit that was meet for repentance, which he obtained by his own sacrifice. He could not have been the savior that he was or the high priest. But he allowed his father totally, completely committed into his own life that he might manifest him to those he came in contact with. Not only to the world, but to his brethren, the Jewish nation which he came to preach unto. <laughs> This measurement works. Uh, we allow God into our lives to a certain extent. We allow each other into our lives to a certain extent. That's the measurement. We must face up to how much we have allowed God's word to change us. We must face up to 
how much we have allowed God's word to change us. I want to read 2 Corinthians uh, 3 and 18. Could you quote that for us, please, Sister Billy Ann? That's unusual for me to ask somebody to do that. I thought she would quote it, and I'll tell you why. She wrote an article about it, and it was in The Advocate. You, uh... Uh, you all must have read it. Did you read it? Nobody read it. Oh, did you read it? You read it? Okay. It was a wonderful article. It was a wonderful article. I was so pleased that she did that. You know, John said something that when you get, when you're parents and you can look on your children uh, he was talking about the children in the faith. But he said, I have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in faith and hope. Which is it? Do you remember Billy Ann? Truth. I have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in truth. You, you, you think about that word truth. What we're saying is either the truth or it's a lie. When we speak, we either speak the truth or we speak a lie. We have to watch ourselves. We have to lean on the uh, creator or strength that we should accomplish his will in our lives. We must do things that are meet for repentance. True belief in the miracle of salvation that comes by the grace of God can only be demonstrated, can only be demonstrated in a changed way of life. So there should be a change made in us on a daily basis that we become part of this word that he's given us so richly and so freely to know what the will of the Lord is. Paul, Brother Paul said, I would, that, that the word is able to make us wise unto salvation, you've heard me say that, and to save our souls from death. To save our souls from death. And the psalmist said, thy word is a light into my path and a lamp unto my way. Did I get that wrong? I get it mixed up. Is that right? Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I think that's right. But that's, that's what the word should be to us. So let us work on ourselves and see if we can give our will to the Father and that 
in the day of redemption that we might be all, that he might be all and in all, and that we will be part of that in all of us.